strong woman knows she has strength enough for the journey, but a woman of strength knows it is in the journey where she will become strong. Episode 12, Runner Strength for Women. Have you ever wanted to start running but didn't know where to start or started a couch to 5K but quit because it wasn't catered to you? Or better yet, you've been running for a minute, knocked out all the 5Ks, hit up some half marathons, but you keep getting injured, not getting faster, and you're questioning your love for running. If you're a woman over age 35 and been trying to figure out this running thing on your own or don't know where to start, this show is for you. Welcome to Runners University, Women's Guide to Running After 35. My name is Dr. Leticia, physical therapist, certified running nutrition coach, and I've been helping women for many years now tackle aches, pains, build strength, and break mental barriers to living their best life on and off the pavement. Every episode, I take the guesswork out of how to train smarter, faster, and run for life without nagging injuries and actually enjoying it. Let's make running or walking into your 40s, 50s, and beyond your best yet. Hey, hey, ladies, how are you doing? Welcome to Runner's University, Women's Guide to Running After 35. I am so excited because this is probably one of my favorite topics to address. And it is Runner's Strength for Women. Really just strength training for women in general because I'm really passionate about looking at the best ways that we can optimize our bodies, especially in our 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. So I really like to educate people, women in particular, on strength training. And really when it comes to running, most runners just like to run and don't really get the impact of adding strength training to their workouts. Strength training helps prevent injuries and enhances performance. I've even heard ladies say they don't think runners need squats. But think about this. The main muscles used with squatting are also used in running. But if you're a runner, you're also a person, a woman, and you actually need to squat just really just basically in your everyday life to pick up things, you know. <laughs> so there is a disconnect for sure that people thinking that, ah, strength training just for those other sports. Or if I strength train as a runner, I'll get too bulky and it'll slow me down. There is so many myths of just women in general when it comes to strength and resistance training like walking up looking like men, you know, lifting heavy weights makes them slower runners. Or the, or the idea that using light weights or only using resistance bands, only with a gazillion repetition, is the only way to go. That's These are the ones that are just very popular that I have heard. It was ingrained in our brain that, you know, let's get physical, physical. Let's get physical. Just imagine baby shorts on, aerobic steps, head warmers, headbands with the step aerobics. So it was just like cardio, 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 and more cardio was the only way to go. But not even recent shifts. There has been research and actually showing in presentation in recent history and for a while now the effects and the benefits of adding strength training. But it's slow to progress to the regular everyday runner or just women in general because of some of these myths and misconceptions. 
let's get ready to break through those myths and those misconceptions on today, ladies. So let's dive in. And first, let's talk about the muscles that are involved with running. So our main muscle groups are our glutes, the good old peaches, ladies, our quads, front of the thighs, hip flexors also are part of the front of the thigh that lifts the hip up, hamstrings lower um, behind your thigh, back of the thigh, and those calf muscles. But you guess what? The unspoken hero is for sure, you would never guess it, but it's the calf muscles. These are actually important to withstand the forces of bounding from one leg to the next. And in particular, our calf muscle strength. Uh, as we get older, we actually lose power there. So an area to definitely look at is looking at those calves. You can have sexy calves and still be a powerful runner walker at the same time. Sounds like a win-win to me. So also, what happens to ladies as we age? It has been said that we lose anywhere from 3 to 8% of our muscle mass. Yeah, that's kind of scary there, isn't it? What does that mean? If we're losing muscle mass, ah, most likely now we're increasing in that fat mass. So that means increasing body fat. Also, we can have shrinking muscles, which is um, sometimes you'll be hearing the term sarcopenia. And that's the loss of muscle as normal people age. So starting around age 40, a progressive decrease of muscle begins. Ladies, I know it can seem discouraging, but it's not. At the time of this recording, I'm in the last year of my 30s, so I'll be in the good old 4-0 club. And I know there's some other ladies that have already surpassed and are already into their 40s, 50s, and beyond. So I have noticed that progressive, you used to feel like you're a little bit stronger or you used to be able to drop some weight a little bit easier when you were younger. Now things are a little bit different. So some of the things that we used to do and really rely on, we have to make some shifts based on uh, just normal body change that occur, as well as making some lifestyle modifications. So we can back ourselves up out of just that's the way it is because I'm getting older. Let's break out of that mold. So let's look at five guidelines for women in strength training. So we're going to look at one, how often we should do it. Two, the best exercise that give you the biggest bang for your buck. We're going to bust through some myths. We're going to look at practically how many reps and sets and all that do we need to do. And then tip five is how to get started. So let's look at the frequency of strength training. For general strength and overall preserving the sexy here, ladies, for women, two to three times per week is ideal. I like the idea of that. You can definitely do more. I've had times when I've gone up to to four days of resistance training, but I have also been resistant or strength training for many years now, probably since I've been about 16. So I have a little bit, my learning curve and what I'm able to do is going to be different than someone who's just getting started out. You can definitely do more if you progress safely, but I wouldn't advise you going from zero to 100 if you are a beginner. Also, the frequency can be, it can vary with your running depending on your experience level and your training status. During a um, preparing for, say you're preparing for your first half marathon, well, you may have to make adjustments if you're a beginner into strength training and say, guess what? We might not need to start a strength training plan right in the midst of the training. Let's look at that after we're done with that training cycle 
to begin to incorporate strength training in it in a safer way. Because our body can only have so many demands and we're doing if we're doing things for the first time, we don't want to be trying to do all the things at the same time. If you're a more advanced runner, you've been training consistently, you've had resistance training in there, yes, you probably can still train similar to the levels when it comes to strength training. You have to make some adjustments as you get closer to race, uh, you know, race day and different things like that, but don't don't believe that you just have to totally cut it all out. Okay, so beginners, you can help your body really optimize everything it needs to do by at least doing one time a week for a good starting point. And don't worry, beginning with body weight exercise is perfectly fine. You just don't want to stay stagnant there. So two best exercises. So let's review those muscles that are used in running. So we have our glutes, our core, hip flexors, hamstrings, calves. This is not an exhaustive list. But to optimize those large muscle groups, large, powerful muscles, let's focus on total body movements. You don't want to be standing doing a bunch of bicep curls and gazillion bicep curls with three pound weights and say, that's my resistance training. First of all, it takes too long. I don't know about you, but I don't have time to be sitting around there for hours and hours at the gym. I need to get in or at a home program, get in and what can I get done in 30 to 45 minutes? to optimize my game, keep it to move it. That's just me, because I always have a gazillion things going on in my schedule anyways, and I have to schedule in my workouts. I know it's kind of crazy, but the way my schedule, or I'll have to admit, the way I schedule myself, I have to fit in times and what's going to give me the biggest bang for my bucks. So the glutes, they are the trigger for hip extension, particularly our gluteus gluteus maximus. So glutes, three muscles we're focused on here. They're actually, the glutes actually have are three different portions. We have the gluteus maximus, gluteus medius, and gluteus minimus. You don't have to remember those names, but when you combine those three muscle actions together, they stabilize your hip during running. So your glute max, larger, larger butt muscle there. That's going to be for hip extension, driving your leg your leg has to drive back and then forward to go running. So that driving back glute max is all about it. So best strengthening exercise to target those muscles in the back of the leg. That's going to be including the glutes, your, your hamstrings, calves. Uh, there is definitely one you can do definitely a little bit more for the calves. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Meaning drum roll, please, for best exercises. Boom. Step ups. That's actually has been shown to something that everybody should be able to do. You got stairs at home, start stepping up and down the steps. You have that old aerobic step that you've been doing, step aerobics on, begin there. You have a uh, bench, begin there. So there's several variations of step ups. So meaning you step up with one leg onto a platform or aerobic step and then step the other one and then step back. So that step up, that's when you can start. Just right away, working on stepping up. Next, we have deadlifts, hip thrusts, lunges, and squats. There's ways for you to be able to get. You can look up all these on YouTube. I have several videos um, on my Run for Life Performance and Physical Therapy YouTube page as well that are targeting for runners. So lower body, we want to target with exercises that work a group of muscles. 
and not just one at a time. With the exception of one you want to work uh, one at a time are that calf muscle. So you can do like the traditional calf raises uh, in standing. And you also can do the other one to add is the ones that you sit down and lift your heels and lower them as well. So those are ones you can begin with. Now, you can combine other exercises on with that, but you definitely want to have um, some with the core muscle muscle groups, these total body movements that combine multiple muscles. So number three, myths. The most common that I see with men, women in strength training is that if you lift weights or if you lift heavy weights, then you'll turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger and you'll be looking manly. No, we our bodies do not have big capacity and we do not have as much testosterone as men to be able to get big and bulky like that. Now, you may have seen some ladies that have a lot of definition and that are big. That takes a whole different type of training to get that. Use strength training. You're not going to turn in <laughs> um, into, uh, you don't just have the muscle mass to become that big. So another myth I've seen to do, number two, aerobic exercise is the most effective way to burn fat. Uh, no, ladies, it's not. Strength training builds lean muscle. Cardio does not. So remember what I said in the beginning about us Losing lean muscle, yes, strength training, up the game. So guess what? The more lean muscle you'll have, it's actually more efficient because you're able to burn more calories even at rest. After a nice strength training session, you're burning more calories after you've even stopped the exercise at rest. After cardio, boom, game over. <laughs> Not game over. It's still good for you. It's still, uh, you still want to have cardio, obviously, because you're running. But let's think about, let's dispel those myths that I have to run so that I can burn fat. Running is the only way to do it. Not the only way. So when you think about trying to add in uh, some strength trainings, you think about, uh, you can also do what's called circuit training. So circuit training with heavier resistance. So your body continues to burn, baby, burn. Well, after you stop exercising, this is probably one of my favorite ways to do it in a circuit fashion, fashion, meaning you do one exercise right after the other and you're living, you're lifting at a low that you don't get a bunch of reps and higher reps of those as well. So you cannot, let's say it again, you cannot spot check or reduce areas by strength training. That is a myth. So, sweetie, no doing a thousand crunches per day thinking your abs will come through. Sorry, not going to happen. Yes, that is a myth. Next one. All you need is to lift light weights for toning. There's actually no such thing as toning. But basically, when people say they want to just tone up, they really mean they want to see more of those muscles. So, the fix here is building more muscle via strength training, and definitely your diet, the diet modification. You cannot out-train a bad diet. So you could be lacking muscle, and if you have too much body fat, so that's why that definition is not coming through. Number four, how many reps and sets should I do? So you have to load heavy enough to make you work. 
That's why the whole doing 15, 20, and 25 reps with two and three pound weights are not going to get you where you need to. Now, as your starting point, body weight and light weights, and that's a challenge, yes. But that should not be the same workout that you just consistently do for months, 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 and months. So if you're able to crank out like 15, 20, and 25 reps, then you're not getting enough resistance to build strength. So the American College of Sports Medicine recommendations are going to be four to six reps for increasing muscle size, eight to 12 for strength, and 10 to 15 for muscular endurance. All right. Last but not least, five. So how to get started. So think about beginner body weight squats. If you have issues with knees, try stepping up. Small step, stairs, stepping up, stepping down. Now, at this point, as a beginner, you want to have your reps be a little bit higher in that 10 to 15 range. Um, and you want to have those total body movements, like I said before. So you look at things like squatting, um, stepping up, um, Leg, uh, strengthening for your hip muscles, so kicking legs out to the side, forward, back. You can do bridging exercises. There are several things that you can do to incorporate strength training into your lifestyle. And if you need help with that, definitely feel free to hit me up. I'm going to go ahead and put a link in the show notes so you can set up a free consultation for me. If you're beginner, runner, walker, advanced runner and you're trying to figure out how can I what can I do with strength and what do I need to do to stop having as many injuries as I had then bulletproof runner to be a more bulletproof runner and not have the nagging aches and pains trying to figure out why you're not getting faster and you're stuck on the same routine feel free to reach out to set up a free consultation so that we can see what's really going on and see how you can be out there being Sexy, strong, better walker runner, feeling good, looking good, and having more lean muscle mass also helps you live longer too. I mean, it is a win-win. How can you not add in strength training? Okay, I'm getting too hype because <laughs> I love to be able to educate and it's one of the things that I'm really passionate about. So in the show notes, I'll have a link to set up free consultation and it doesn't have to be about strength training. It can be about any other questions or concerns you have. When it comes to your health, wellness, run and walking. So until next time, girl, girl, do the thing. Hey, girl. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you're new to running or tired of trying to search Dr. Google on the best ways to begin and continue running without giving up or getting burnt out, then head over to www.runnersuniversity.co slash get started to grab my bulletproof running guide for women. You got this, girl. Do your thing. Music produced by King Music. Check him out, y'all.